Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. And me, Pete. Once again, no Moses. No Moses. Talk about inconsistent. Hope he's not this inconsistent in his marriage because it won't last very long. Wow. He says he's been married longer than you've been together with your girlfriend. Relax. Not with your girlfriend, with your wife. No. Nah. Just because things start well doesn't mean they will end well. Oh, damn it, can you? Why are you going hard? The good thing is he will never hear this. I'm kidding, yeah, because he doesn't listen. Because he's a pagan That's like that. In fact, go harder. Heathen. Heathen. Yeah, yeah Moses, Moses is in Greece right now. In Greece, living that, his best life. Living that best life. <laughs> you know, I, I was watching the movie the other day. I think it was my cousin Rachel. Okay. And then um, the movie itself is important. Well, then some... <laughs> We're going to talk about the movie in a second because I'm curious now. Um, but then, what, what, what do they say? So, so when they're referring to someone as gay, they say that they're Greek. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. <laughs> they're, they're like, um, he's more Spanish. No, he's more Greek than Spanish, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, that that is interesting. Um, <laughs> What 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 movies do you like watching? Because I, I feel like from your anime choices, some of the movie references you make, you're a rom-com idiot. I like a bit of anything, really. Not not really rom-coms. Um Are you anything with, like drama, like yeah, emotional drama, nonsense. That's something to be emotional, but drama, good plot, you know, a good storyline. Any horror uh, movies? <sighs> yeah, I like a good horror. Like I want to go on with the the like latest scream scream with Andrea. Scream is not horror. Scream is just silly. Yeah. I don't I, I don't do horror horror because even I have my limits. <laughs> which which what is horror horror for you? Uh, is it just body horror gore or? No 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 because like I loved all the Saw movies. Those were great. Mm. But like when it goes to when it starts to get a bit biblical upside yeah. down versus <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> When oh, no. it starts to be like, I'm not quite sure if this is like legit, legit, or you're just yeah. making ideas. Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Some some lines don't have to be go anywhere. <laughs> need yeah. To. Yeah. Now, fair enough. Go. Cool. Go. Yeah. Cool. Um, one for one. One for one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do cool. it. Am I clear to go first? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Elisha. Elisha. Elisha the prophet. Mm. Got the double portion of double anointing. Of, of, of anointing of anointing from not anointing, anointed from Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> Some kids were calling him bold. The mm. best came and killed the kids. Yeah. If someone came and read that that story in the Bible, how would you justify it? How would I justify it? Yes. I think it's interesting because if I remember correctly, and I might not be remembering correctly because it, it seems quite vague, but it was a bit more sinister than just they were like laughing at him, calling him bored, uh, bold. I think it was. I'll keep talking. Uh, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, no. So I think the original Hebrew, or at least one commentary I read on the original Hebrew, suggested that. The kids were were being a little bit more sinister than just pointing and then calling him bored. It also suggested that they might not just be like children kids, 
but more like uh, like adolescence or you know sort of old enough to know better type um type young young people. Um, but it does say it's from small boys. It says small boys. Mm. Yeah, let me let me change. Let's go to KJV. You know, good old KJV. I think if you, if you can find the original Hebrew word, okay, I wonder so, if it will say that. All right, so in the case of KJV, it does say they came forth little children out of the city. Mm. Uh, let's check. My soul. And then again, it could just be a commentary that was trying to make it more acceptable. Yeah. Considering, <laughs> yeah, to be completely fair. Um, how do you justify it? Look. I, God gives God gave those kids life and if they're gonna take it to you know insult or disrespect his prophet and he chooses to take that life away who am I to say any, any otherwise <laughs> but isn't there a defense that children have an innocence or not knowing what they're doing so they have a bit more grace than we as adults do yes but you know in as much as children are innocent if they play with fire they still get burned <laughs> just as equally as if I play with fire, I still get burned. So, you know. but, can you, but can you equate getting burnt by fire to getting killed because you're laughing at a prophet's boldness? Well, that should show you the what the prophet is. You know, I think maybe in in more modern days, because of the caliber of prophets we have, it's hard to imagine them being that significant but you gotta remember these prophets were the people that kings would go to to determine whether or not they should risk their lives on the battlefield oh you know like these were significant people in the eyes of society and in the eyes of god elijah said you know he he said he i can't remember and again i might be completely wrong in this but he didn't say May God stop the rain. He said, I will stop the rain. Oh. And God like listened to him. And then when it was ready, it was like, okay, it will rain now. And it was more, this was power that had been given to him and he was able to use it. And of course, there's a reverence. Of course, there's uh, his, God knew God, um, his reverence for God and thus can entrust him with that power. But these were not just, you know, run of the mill, Right, Reverend Prophets, ABC, you know, these were prophets of God, of the Most High God. And so, to me, I think the example, it, it, no doubt, it's a horrible story. And it seems like a significantly um, um, disproportionate response to just being called bold. Like, I'm going bold. How many people have called me bold? You guys have called me bold. So, you know, should I be calling down wild animals on you? But you ain't got no bears. I ain't got no bears. No bears and no hairs. <laughs> <coughs> um, but I, I think I think in the context of what um you know of, of the times that we're in and what true prophets true prophets really represent, you know, then again it adds to oh I will not lay hands on the anointed of the Lord because these were the anointed of the Lord. Oh. And they would even apply that to a soul that the kingdom had been taken away from, you know. Um, so I, I can't, I can't justify it to say the kids deserve that. What I can say is, 
you know, I can, I, it shows it shows who the prophets were, who those true prophets really were, um, and, and the power that they had and the respect that was due them. Oh, yeah. cool. I'm happy with that. All right, Peter, hit me. Boom. So my question um, will be to do with pornography. Hey, my favorite subject. Of course. Of course. So do you think there are any circumstances, any circumstances at all? Can you think of any circumstance where there's a benefit to watching pornography? Two. Two. Wrong. Two. Okay. I mean, the what? answer is no, but okay. No, 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 Let me get my point across. Yeah. I'm not saying that, no, well, one is one, I think one is fine. Two is on the cusp, and I think it it, it depends on your sensibilities. Okay. Number one, I think it's okay to watch porn if it's porn that you've made with your spouse and you're watching it for your own view and pleasure. With, with your spouse Right Okay That's the first one I mean is, uh, is that one okay? I wouldn't term that as porn But okay Go Okay but what's porn? Porn is when it's Sort of It's a sex video <laughs> Yeah but for mass consumption uh, Not necessarily Okay alright cool No fair enough Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> That's I think that's a loophole, but okay. <laughs> Two, if it's a educational video, but pornographic has to is designed for pleasure. So you're learning how to please it. Wow, you can get pornographic um, um, educational videos that don't make you think of the person within the videos. Yeah, it depends on how you, on like how you, I think it depends on, on like where you are. Okay. Like if you're what, like if you're watching it to be learning their techniques, then yeah, I, I, I guess it depends on where your heart is. If it's, it's probably not for like 90% of people in the world. <laughs> if not 95%. I'm guessing you're not, you're part of that 5% that it's fine for. Oh, no, 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 no. Just yo, just give me the picture book. I can I'll work it out. <laughs> I mean, I must admit, um, I didn't see either of those answers coming. So fair <laughs> enough. Um, but I think you justify them. I just, I personally wouldn't recommend it in any capacity to anyone because of my own sensibilities. So yeah, yeah. But I think homemade porn for yourself. And your partner for, for your satisfaction Do you know how easily things leak? Do you know how insecure Your laptop is? Your phone is? Um, Found there are ways Just just get like a hand Like a handheld recorder 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 on that And then Just link it Like connect it by wire To the TV to watch it And then you're good That's <laughs> it by wire Yeah bro <laughs> No No memory cards bro Because <laughs> you can lose a memory card <laughs> lose a camera mate but yeah no fair enough cool. Cool. Are you happy with that i won't say i'm happy <laughs> i won't say i'm satisfied either um 
But no, no, no. I, I think I, I again I didn't see those answers coming, but I see your point and I, I can't dispute it. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Cool. Great. All right, let's get into the topic for today. Let's so do today, today I did something I don't usually do. Mm. I sent I sent Peter some material in preparation for the podcast. Ooh. So um it was a clip. I probably yeah, Pia, can you can you, can you like link the clip in the in the description? We'll do, we'll do. So it was a it was a video segment from this morning. Um and they were discussing colorism mm. and like bleaching your skin and is it okay to bleach skin? Why do people bleach the skin? So, so like, just, just to paint the picture, you've got the two hosts, I think it's Holly and the other guy. I can't Pierce. Remember. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's not Pierce. It's the one who no, but that's the point I'm making. Gay. Oh, yeah, like in his old age as well. Yeah. Yeah. Can't remember yeah. his name. Yeah, anyway. Yes, yeah. those two. Two oh, people. yeah, no, this isn't good morning at all, is it? No, no, this is this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, this isn't. It's so it's Susan and not Piers. Um, but no, this one is, Susan is no, that's on good morning. Yes, yeah, Susan's yeah. good morning. Yeah, um, this, this one is this morning, Holly. This one is Holly and Phil. Oh, what's the name? Is it Phil, Philip, Philip, yes, Philip, Philip Schofield. Yes, Philip Schofield yeah. and Holly Willoughby. No, yeah. Willoughby. 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 Wanna be. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so like they were having this discussion with these two um, black women about colorism yeah. and why was someone, um, why was someone lighten their skin, lighten their skin, mm-hmm. and then one of the, one of the guests who was like a former model who who had lightened her skin, yeah. Um, to make a point, she like whipped off a wig. To say, yeah. oh, if we're going to talk about um, colorism being a form, well, she of... did the she did the typical thing of if you're losing an argument, you start making it personal. <laughs> so she was like, well, as you said, you know, if you're going to make an argument of lighting in my skin, I don't know if you should be the person doing that. With I don't know if a woman with fake hair on her head should be then. And then she went ahead to remove her wig. Yeah, but unceremoniously. I don't think it was so much. I, I don't think it was so much the the fake hair it was the style that the fake hair was in it was like you know the 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 like common straight yeah black hair that black women can rock sometimes you know yeah. you know the, you know the peruvian the brazilian yeah. those kind of things and yeah and i think her point was um uh you, you, you can't get to me about colorism when you're when you're when you have european style hair on your head Sort of yeah. thing. The word she used was "let them see Africa." Let's take her <laughs> she goes to take off hers, and the other one was like, "No, I'm not willing to go that far." <laughs> yeah. So the clip itself is four years old, but it's been doing the circuits on Instagram in the like in the last week or so. And watching it, I felt a bit weird, and then reading like some of the comments, yeah. It solidified the weird, same weird feeling I was having. Mm. Um, in that, it didn't feel <laughs> it didn't feel right that they were having this conversation about colorism on this platform in front of these yeah. two white people. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. And yeah. and it's one thing to have the conversation, mm. 
and and there's arguments to me whether this is to have that conversation at all. <laughs> but mm. if you to come and remove your wig <laughs> in front of these two white people, <laughs> yeah. it made me feel really weird. It made me feel really. It was like secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. It was like, oh, this is why they don't take black people seriously. <laughs> yeah. That kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. So yeah, so I, like, I just wanted to get your opinion on on um is there a time and a place to have certain conversations as black people? And should white people be allowed to be at the table? Should it should it even be at a white man's table where we're having these conversations? Or mm. is it just a thing where they can just like read the minutes of of the conversation. Yeah, I think they should read the minutes of the conversation. Um because you you've got to like I had the same frustration, I had the same sort of tension watching it in that is these two very white, very privileged people. Um and you've got these two people and it almost tends to them fighting in front of these guys. And to some extent, it almost looked like their fighting in front of each other was entertainment for yeah. <laughs> these people and their their, their audience. And I've just to, to say, like in the in the thumbnail, they have the woman with her hair, yeah. her hair off. <laughs> I've got to imagine what you know. The optics are these two white people have invited these two black people to come and have this controversial debate on their program right and you know this morning good morning those good morning britain those those programs end up i think almost like the um almost like the jerry springer of these sort of talk shows or, or the jeremy carl of these sort of talk mm. shows where they try to get their most strange weirdest sort of uh conversations going and make a big spectacle out of it and i I don't appreciate them for that because I, I think they make more spect- spectacle of a thing than, you know. And that's why I kept saying not Piers because part of Good Morning Britain's whole thing was that Piers would just talk out of his backside, you know, and, and that was his thing. Um, and even that's become the marketing for him going back to whatever channel he's going back to. Mm. I see I see on buses, oh, he's back. Hate him or love him, just don't miss him. Like, <laughs> It's, I find, I find, I find stuff like that so aggravating because I feel like you're just playing to people's um, almost base desires of, of conflicts and stuff. Anyway, um, no, I, I don't think, I don't think they should be having this conversation there. I think this conversation we should be having amongst ourselves and we should be looking to deal with it ourselves. We don't need white people to be moderators or facilitators of that conversation. If that makes yeah. sense, yeah. I, I, um, uh, I didn't like that at all. Is that? Do you think that there is ever a time for white people to be facilitating conversations around the blackness or the black identity, even if it is yeah a, a way to? Oh, okay, go on. Yeah, reparations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should facilitate that conversation all day long. In as much as I don't feel entitled to anything because i don't know any ancestors that did any work that weren't paid for um 
and you know um my dad has worked and has given me opportunity and I'm working to give my daughter an opportunity. So I don't feel entitled to anything, but I think if there's a conversation that they should be having, it should be, how do we make up for the disadvantage that we put this particular people group in because they very much intentionally did that, or at least, you know, they doc, they have documentation that shows they very intentionally did that to a certain group of people. The fact that Jefferson wrote the um, declaration of independence saying he believes God made all men equal and in terms around it looks like his slaves in his house I'm like okay you know I like George Washington had slaves you know so I think that's the conversation they should be having that's the conversation they can have it and in this country as well that's the conversation they should be having because Britain is no no more guilty of slavery and slave trade than uh, than than America was um, yeah. The, so, the queen still got all that gold. This yeah. is the thing. They're dealing with this got, queen. Anytime the queen's jubilee comes up, I'm just at the at the back of my mind, I always side eyes like, hmm. Obviously, it's not her personally, but the monarchy has perpetrated some of these things. I'm like, yeah, I do look at it sideways, sideways sometimes. And then you can go to museums and see all the African stuff that they've taken and say, oh, look at this beautiful stuff. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And and the fact that it doesn't get um, it doesn't get spoken about anywhere near as much as I feel like it should, you know. Um, mm. And then you've got stuff like Windrush, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, and, and all these things. I'm like, you know, you still over police black communities. You still see a lot of um, racism in 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 stuff like football and stuff like that. So. If there's any conversation I think white people should be facilitating and should be having, it should be on how to make amends for the evils that they've perpetrated. Um, otherwise, like leave our business to our business, like you know. Yeah. I feel like you can't you can't on one hand be saying black lives matter and then on in the same hand allowing black people to come on your show and do do mm-hmm. nonsense like this. Yeah, because they they provide that platform. What do they have? to add to that other than oh that's very entertaining exactly it's for ratings it's for ratings because it's going to get white people looking at them it's going to get black people looking at them upset so it's i i i I don't like that i don't like that at all yeah it's a shame um what what, what are your thoughts though i mean you seeing that and having that tension um you know is is there any way that could have been done right I I think that get some black hosts on there, and if not black, at least people of color or some of some form. Um, because I don't think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, any people of color understand um, this concept of um, lighter skin being seen as more quote-unquote um, valuable or like sought after mm. you know um, as a white person if you're white you're white you know pe- uh, white people will be tending to try and get away from the whiteness so, I mean, so sometimes gingers get it back. oh but that's because of their hair that's not because of of their skin mm. but I think if you want to have a good conversation have black people facilitate that conversation mm. um, and when it comes to something like bleaching 
which is something that predominantly something that is done by women mm. have some some black people of color um no have some female people of color facilitating that conversation because the kind of questions that they're going to ask will be very different from philip and 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 holly so do you think that this would have been a conversation better suited to a show like is it the view or loose women or stuff like that I don't trust Americans to have these kind of conversations as well. Um, Isn't there a British version of that? Or am I? Maybe. I don't watch daytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, don't <laughs> I only know about one of them because, um, what's her name? Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg is on Whoopi there. Goldberg, yeah. She's, she, she's on the, not The View. Is she on The View? No, she's on the other one. The Talk. Something like that. On the Talk? The Real? The, yeah. Is it The Real? Is it The Talk? Is it The View? One of them. It's, 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 one, it's one of them. It's the same know, thing. If it was the, to, to a conversation that, that was going to be done in the UK, I think two people who I would trust to have that conversation, you, you probably don't know either of them, um, ZZ Mills. I know ZZ Mills. I don't like ZZ Mills. She's the one that does the, like she's sitting at a dining table or something interviewing people. Yeah. I don't think she's a good interviewer. I think she is. I, I think for... The, 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 the like demographic that she appeals to, she's a very good interviewer. I was going to say, and I think that might make you sound weird. I'm going to say it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I don't even sort of a demographic. <laughs> <laughs> and another person who might be good. Uh, do you know um, Julia Denuga? No. She's um, Captain Jamie's sister. She does a lot of stuff. In media as well, so I think okay. she'd be good. And then I think even on even on this morning, there's one light skin babes. I think her name is Rochelle. I think she's mixed race, but again, at least she has some black in her. She understands the concept of light skin or lighter skin coming with privilege. Um, so maybe she could be like the second person in that. Maybe not the main person conducting the segment, but a secondary person because then she she can have her take, her take on it. Mm. Um, yeah. And um, with things like this, I find it very weird how white people can pretend to be ignorant to how to be ignorant to the part that they've played in why colorism is a thing. Mm. And, and, and for that to even be a segment is it's a bit disgusting to be honest. Mm. You know, it's kind of like, um, yeah, anything to do with race, it shouldn't be done by white people because even though it may not have been you personally who who did it, like you've seen you've seen it, and I don't know, maybe maybe I'm being a bit harsh and saying that you should be trying to do more to change it if you know that this is bad. I mean, I, I I don't know if I'd put it on white people to change anything because you the oppressor is or not the oppressor because I don't even see them as oppressors anymore. I just think 
former oppressors. Former oppressors, but what I think they're responsible for is making amends for their mistakes. Um, I don't think, I, I don't know, I don't know, my views on this might be wrong, but I wonder how much I would blame colorism on the white person and not on our own lack of self-worth. And that goes before um, before slave trade, before all of those things, because in a lot of, in, in many parts of Ghana, it was still black men selling other black men. You know? Yeah, but then, so. but but then I don't think before slave slavery that there was that problem was. of colorism. There was colorism. No, at, at the very least, there was tribalism, and all of these things end up having a um, an aesthetic uh, element to them. Tribalism was so maybe someone says something and you you tell by their accent. Sometimes it was even like the face markings you could tell who yeah. belongs to which tribe, and those things did exist long. Before. Oh, definitely. But then, but but, but I thought, uh, but I feel like how can I put this? It, it, it sounds weird, but tribal tribalism is um, it's just a part of being in a place with people that are different, you know. But 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 at least you're different in the same way. If, if that makes any sense at all. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why colorism is any different from that. Because, because we're f- because we're fighting to try and reach a standard that has come about because of our history with slavery and how, um, and and how like even today, you are treated better if you have the the closer you are to whiteness. This is better by who? By white people. Yeah, but then that's white people. Why should that matter? I think what, what's more <laughs> egregious is how we treat one another. And what, so what, if... I think that in the... In the uh, like, in like the corporate world and stuff, mm. unfortunately, we're still in a place where... Um, the white people's opinion of you has a lot of stock. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Like people will, will not even get interviews just because their last name is too hard to to pronounce. Yeah, yeah. So we're still and and yeah, there's that hairstyles. You know, um, certain so, so, certain black hairstyles wouldn't 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 fly, and they might say, "Oh, sorry, you weren't qualified enough." But yeah. really, the reason is X, Y, and Z. So, to to an extent, mm. we're we're still playing the white man's game. Um, I think that the internet has has opened up opportunities to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but I think you have to be a certain type of person to be able to access those. And like, not not everyone's going to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone is going to be someone who works in. IT and code and never has to see the people that they're working for. Mm. So unfortunately for a lot of us, we have to play the game. And it's still white man monopoly <laughs> sort of thing. Mm. I hear you. I definitely hear you. And I think we are moving towards a place where that's less and less of a factor. Um, because you're having more people, as you say, and more people are recognizing 
their own interpret uh, in entrepreneurial um, visions, uh, and then with that comes, you know, more people of color, more black people in in positions of power to give employments to other people to remove some of these stereotypes. And then you've also got the push, which you know, call it what you will, but there is a push now to see more equality in 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 uh, in the workplace and. Again, whether or not that's well, that's a bit. It's, I feel that's very surface level of fake. That's just my. That's my opinion. No, 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 no. Uh, because at the end of the day, if I, I ask feel like you, it's a quota thing. I feel like that's it, is, more it like ends a, up being a quota thing, and I think it's a dangerous way of doing. It. I don't necessarily agree with the way it's being done. When um, Bea had to have a have surgery, was she looking for a black dentist or was she looking for the best dentist? Mm. You know, um, oh, she was doing the NHS, so like she got <laughs> what she got. Sorry, she was on the on 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 NHS, so she she got what she got. But that's what I mean is, I, I, there's certain times where I think it's not necessarily fair, safe, or sensible to just say we need more people of color in this thing. Um, yeah, I think it's more important to provide um you know better education opportunities for all people you know, mm. where maybe some boroughs are left out or not prioritized in terms of education because it's mostly black people there then we should address that then we should bring more equality there we should create more skill equality than rather just um as you said quotas in the workplace and so we're taking 10 engineers we need three of them to be black and then all of a sudden it's no longer and even if you are a good engineer you're you're, you're then starting to question am I there because I'm black or am I there because I'm white and uh, no because I'm good you know and I think I think in certain places like in Canada I think in Canada um one thing that uh Jordan Peterson was quite upset about was the prime minister said he wants 50 50 representation in the cabinet oh which is a nice sentiment, except are you then prioritizing gender over having the best people in the in the cabinet? Yeah. You know, and you've got to look at it both ways. But yeah. I think it'll be interesting to have a conversation with my wife sometimes to to see what effect, if any, um changing their last names has had. Mm. Because Anita's come from from having like an African last name to having a quote unquote white last name. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? My name is very fancy. Thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> it's quite thin if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, and and Andrea's come from having quite a. British sounding last name to one that is Ghanaian African as well. So yeah, I, will, I, I can definitely say Anita finds easier to give her name over the phone now. <laughs> <laughs> Anita Finn. Oh, is that F I or is that F Y? Oh, F Y. Oh, oh, they know already, though. <laughs> she when she finishes her maiden name, they're like, uh, "Can you spell that for me?" <laughs> Is that M for mother or Ed for November? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that is funny. Um, cool. So just going back to the thing about um, having some conversations, like when it comes to Christian conversations, do you feel like um, that there's ever a place to have Christian conversations or debates in on non-Christian platforms? So C.S. Lewis pointed this out in his book, um, Mere Christianity, that a lot of the time, when Christians bicker amongst one another over very sort of Christian things, um, it never actually draws more people in. Mm. It, it, it more often than not just gives other people reason to say, well, they don't really know what they're talking about. They can't even agree amongst themselves. So I, I don't think there is, a, I don't think it's really important, for instance, to have conversations amongst Christians about denominations on a you know on, on a secular platform i don't think it benefits them and if we are to follow the bible what we say what we do should edify should benefit we shouldn't have sort of useless talk um, amongst us so no I, I don't think there i think there's room for engaging uh, secular topics on a secular stage providing a Christian perspective, defending the faith, um, offering up the wisdom of God um, on those stages. But I think having sort of internal debates, internal discussions, I don't see any value on those being done on a, on a secular stage. Yeah. I'm reminded of that verse that says, if you have a problem with your brother, um, solve it. Deal with it. Yeah, yeah solve it within the church and um, why go and put it in front of a judge? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I feel like if it's a, a like Christian dispute, settle it um, behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, if you do have to take it to to um, a non-secular platform, I think that both parties shouldn't be so much concerned about arguing their point. It should be more about showing Christ in what they're doing and what they're saying. Um, because I think you can still, you know, show Christ even if you're having um, an opposing view with um, someone that you're debating not arguing with. Because mm. as Christians, we don't know everything. You know, if we did, there'll just be one denomination. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, I think that'll be a nice place to round up. Cool. Any last thoughts, any last questions on anything uh, check out the video man it's it's it's, it's <laughs> kind of entertaining it's unfortunately entertaining yeah and and you know what what is is, is more annoying it had to be the one that was more african <laughs> who took off the way yeah. yeah but as i said it's that classic thing of when you start when you start losing an argument then you, you start you start challenging not the not the argument the person's making, but the person making the argument uh, and, and trying to disqualify them. And so she ended up saying, oh, I don't feel like this lady should be the one to talk to me about colorism and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Hookups. Hookups. Cool. Um, you want to go first? I'm trying to think what my hookup would be. Yeah. So my hookup is a documentary that I watched on Netflix mm. with Our Father. Oh, is that a documentary? I thought that was a movie. Uh, no, it was a documentary. Oh, it was 
it was something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's about um, this um, sperm donor doctor back in Illinois. I think it's Illinois. One of the American states. And what he would do is that he would use his own sperm to impregnate people that came um, looking for sperm donors. Wow. Um, yeah, and then his children started to like find out about it, and then they started to see, oh, look at all these half siblings I have, <laughs> and it was a lot of half siblings. I won't say how many there were in total because I don't want to spoil that for anyone, but it was high double digits. Was and he making was he making financial profit from doing that, or was that just he wanted to do that? He was just doing it, mm. and like back, and like back then, it was a thing where it needed to be like a fresh sample. So, the, so like the lady would be in the room, he would go, not quite now, fill the syringe, <laughs> then go. What's in the mad? And ah, uh, and the, the 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 most cringiest part, and the part, but and the part part that was almost like comically funny was that um, he was a member of the church, and he, one of his favorite verses was um, Jeremiah one five. <laughs> Um, it's the um, before you were in your mother's womb I knew you (laughs) and it was just like that kind of irony like oh yeah he didn't know you because he was the one putting you inside the mother (laughs) I didn't didn't realize that's what I was about it was yeah it was a wild it was a wild and he didn't even go to prison for it because um, he couldn't get done for sexual um, yeah. sexual assault. Because that's not what he was doing, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because I think because there were like, like there were two components to sexual assault: mm. um, lack of consent and force. Mm. And so there was lack of consent, but he wasn't forced himself on any women. So yeah, <laughs> I said, uh, go out and multiply. So and was, that's what he did. That's exactly what he did. When you meet in heaven, don't be surprised. Oh. <laughs> um, that's mad, though. <clears throat> cool. Um, my hookup, I think, just because I mentioned it, uh, would be Mere Christianity uh, but by C.S. Lewis. Yeah, talking about, you know, basic, simple, mere Christianity. Um, so, yeah, we could want to check oh, out. Cool. Great. Cool. Well, Moses should be back next week. Well, we'll see. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, shout out to Rude for the intro outro music. Yep. Having to look for the ordinary maze logo. Yep. Find us on Twitter at the French UK, yep. Instagram, um, TBS Furnace, email tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Laxus Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcast websites and apps, Blacksmith Friends, we have an apostrophe. And that's it. So I guess this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah.